On this episode of Things That Matter, I'm interviewing Dr. Gary Brashears of Western Seminary, and we are talking about theology, and we're talking about training men for ministry, and all kinds of fun things. So stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Things That Matter. It's great to be with you today, and I'm excited uh, to have my guest today, Dr. Gary Brashears, here with us. And Gary is a professor of theology at Western uh, Theological Seminary. It's Western Seminary. Western Seminary yeah. in Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Western Theological Seminary is in Holland, Michigan. Okay. So don't don't confuse Westerns. <laughs> don't confuse, okay. Gary, thanks for yeah, being here. I'm glad to be here. It's this so, is such a delight. Yeah, it's so good to mm-hmm. have you. Yeah. So we're in the middle of a conference right now, and you're yeah. actually one of our speakers at the conference. I am. But I thought I definitely was not going to let you get away without getting you in here to have a little bit of a conversation. The, the whole Calvary network and... Uh, just so exciting to see what's happening. Anyway, we miss Pastor Chuck. Yeah. Uh, everybody got a chance to meet him. I mean, who yeah. didn't meet him? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but what a heritage he's left. And to celebrate yeah. that here together, it just, it's just yeah. awesome. Yeah, great. Well, we're, we're, we're so glad you're with us. You know, yeah, I've, I've traveled so many different places and met guys, you know, whether they're, they're Baptist or, or Anglican or, you know, maybe Pentecostal or something. And um, they would share a story about Chuck. I was mm-hmm. with uh, a, a guy in, in London some time ago, and and he's a he's a well known figure there in the in Anglicanism. And he said to me, he said, I don't know if you know this or not. He said, but in 1978, uh, three friends of mine and I we sat down for six hours with Chuck Smith, and we did. And he said, I was I think he was like a 20 year old at the time, uh-huh. you know, theological student. And I said, Wow, no, I didn't know that. So it was pretty amazing. So. Well, yeah, it's it's great to be together, and I wanted to talk to you today. Um, what? You, okay, so you're a professor at Western, obviously, right. but then you're also um, what? What is the other uh, theological? Oh, I'm um, I'm the uh, director for I'm the chairman for the Center for Biblical and Theological Studies. Uh-huh. We've got our three campuses in Portland, San Jose, and Sacramento. Okay. So I oversee all the Bible theology faculty development, recruiting, hiring, that sort of thing. Great. And, uh, you're, a busy, so, you're a busy guy. Oh, I, I got to do something with my hours. I may do something fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I, I thought it would be great if we could take a couple of minutes. I want to talk to you about a few things. But I thought mm-hmm. maybe first of all, since this, you know, your world is, is that theological world, maybe we could talk about um, just, you know, you know how, I, mean, I don't have to explain this to you, right. but maybe to our audience, you know, theology kind of trickles down. It I does. mean, you guys sort of do it up on this level, and then it, it ultimately gets down to the, the people in the pews, right? Mm-hmm. You know, through the pastors mm-hmm. who are studying and, mm-hmm. you know, reading your books and so forth. So as these, you know, trends come and go in the theological world, just like they do in any other realm, um, what are what are some encouraging trends or or a encouraging trend that you see in theology Gosh. right now, maybe? Uh, one of the trends that I'm really excited about is that uh, pastors are actually talking to each other and seeing the mission is to serve their cities. I mean, yeah. it kind of led by Tim Keller. Yeah. Uh, up on our neck of the woods, so the Palau team, Kevin mm-hmm. Palau. Right. Uh, and so in Portland, we've got one of the places, and we're, we're known as CityServe. 
-hmm. And the point is bring the different churches together, many denominations, many traditions, and come together to unify together to serve our city yeah. in the name of Jesus. Now, social gospel is serving the city. Yeah. Uh, evangelist, it's come to my church and receive Jesus, right. and we're kind of in between. We're taking the service to the community yeah. and doing it in the name of Jesus. And that it's a difficult thing because you want to leave Jesus at home because he's offensive. But that's why we're there. <laughs> yeah, that's right, so yeah. I just find that so exciting. And the reception we're getting in Portland, which is not a Christian city at all. <laughs> not at all, right. 8% uh, of the people are in church on a given Sunday, more yeah. or less. Mm -hmm. uh, but the reception we're getting from all kinds of government mm -hmm. and social agencies is amazing. Right. And I love seeing that happen. And it's not just Portland that's happening. Yeah. It's many yeah. others as well. So the ch churches in the city are, are partnering together yep. with a vision yep. for the community. We do prayer things together. Yeah. Uh, but then we had the former mayor of Portland who really got himself in trouble. I mean, big time got himself in trouble. They brought him up on stage and prayed for him up yeah. front. And this man is just weeping wow. as these pastors are praying together for the man. Amazing. And what an incredible impact. Yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, that that's an encouraging thing to me as yeah. well. And I think, you know, there, you know, there's always these polarizations, you know, where you right. get, of course, historically you have that social gospel where they just said, let's leave the message of salvation yeah. behind and let's just right. get out there and, you know, feed people and, you know, help them in practical ways. And then the other side is, no, no, we, you know, we don't want to do that. That's a social gospel. We're just going to hand out tracts and we're going to, yep. you know, do evangelistic yeah. efforts. But when you look in the, in the scriptures themselves, it seems like Jesus, he <laughs> joined both of those things together. Uh, that's kind of my talk. Is, yeah. yeah, exactly that <laughs> okay. sort of thing. And how you do that and do it well. Yeah. And the big challenge is when you're out in the world, it's so hard to take Jesus yeah. because there's resistance there. Yeah. But you've got to do that. Yeah. And what we find is when we come to love and serve, people are okay with Jesus. In yeah. fact, they want to know, why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had in our church, we were out serving a school. Uh, well, we served several schools in our neighborhood out in Gresham, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And one of our elders is uh, works for the Gresham School District. And <laughs> he was at a teacher training. He's a vice principal. And one of the guys was saying, yeah, there's this crazy church in the neighborhood and we can't figure out what in the world they're doing, but man, is it helpful. <laughs> Tim would just laugh. Yeah, I know that church. Oh, and, that's fantastic. But see, that's the kind of reputation we want yeah. is we're doing it in the name of Jesus. We're a church. We're not yeah. a social agency. Yeah. But that taking Jesus out to the community and yeah. then, you know, it's just amazing what yeah. happens. People come, they get saved yeah. on fire. It's, yeah. it's the way it should be. Yeah, and like you referenced Keller earlier, Tim. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, my, my son-in-law is actually on staff at Redeemer, and he said, you know, he used the term mantra. Their mantra every Sunday is they, they make sure everybody knows Redeemer would not exist if it were not for the city. You know, they're right. there for the city. Yep. And, you know, I mean, this is kind of a, a I don't know, a, just a different approach for sure, maybe a newer approach, but it seems like it's something the Spirit's doing because yes. it's, it's catching mm -hmm. all around the world. And it's yeah. not a, let's leave Jesus out and just go out and do social stuff. It's no, let's bring Jesus in, but let's bring him in creatively. Let's yes. bring him in, you know, mm -hmm. with wisdom. And Yeah, the goal there very much uh, as we become more and more post-Christian yeah. in our civil religion, when I was a kid, was, I was Christian everywhere. Sure. Uh, even in here in the West where it's less so, but the you know the Catholic missionaries here in California, uh, it's that was just there. But our society is becoming more and more pagan, yeah. more and more secular, right. and the underlying ethics of 
what we call liberal Christianity and the civil religion are breaking down, mm. and there's a hole there. I mean, it's a huge hole left by the breakdown of family yeah. and the breakdown of um, entrepreneurship, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say the breakdown of the image of God. Yeah. And when we come back in the name of Jesus and demonstrate the image yeah. of God in action, yeah. not in railing against somebody, yeah. there's a hunger there, yeah. and that's what we're finding. Yeah, it's almost like that, that idea that people are, are kind of, you know, people are attracted to Jesus, but they're turned off by his followers sometimes. Well, so we want to change that. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> we want yeah. to change that. And that's, that's yeah. kind of our fault. Yeah. That's what we got to work on, yeah. you know. And that's where, unfortunately, the, we've got a hostile media yeah. that tells all the horror stories, the horror stories and yeah. very few of the transformation yeah. stories. Yeah. But, but the but, word gets around. Yeah, that's right. The word gets around. When you're out there in the community and it starts spreading word of mouth, you know, Whatever the media is saying, the people are going, well, that's not really the Christians that I've met. You know, yeah. Different. yeah, that's the great. thing. You know anybody that's like that? Yeah. Well, no, actually, the Christians I know are pretty decent people. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Okay, so that's an, that's an encouraging, that's encouraging. trend. Uh, anything concerned? Uh, and, and when mm -hmm. I say in theology, of course, there's, this is a broad spectrum, right? We, we know we have right. a liberal theology that obviously very concerned about that and have been for many years. Uh, but in more evangelical... You know, people who have been Bible-based and Bible-oriented, are there any concerning trends there? That you A see? trend that, that I find concerning is that we're getting more tribalism coming up, theological tribalism. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you've got your neo-reformed group mm -hmm. that very tight, very inbred, very hostile toward those who aren't in that camp. Yeah. Uh, you've got a certain group of Pentecostals that mm -hmm. similar kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we have the spirit, you guys are the frozen chosen. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> of course, there's heritage that too. Yeah. But that, that uh, tribalism that's happening, which is, I mean, this is happening in our nation right yeah. now and yes. large extent to yeah. our world. And it's really unfortunate when that begins to happen yeah. In the theological community, where we should know, be known for the unity that comes in yeah. Jesus, and we're breaking up and, and the blogging that's happening, yeah. just I mean, just mean, yeah. Yeah. and and that meanness between Christians yeah. is deeply concerning to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it doesn't translate into a good witness to yeah. the world. And some of that's coming with the progressive Christianity. Mm -hmm which is moving away from historical Jesus, moving away from substitutionary atonement. Yeah. Uh, in, in that process, yeah. when you break down the word bound by the spirit, mm -hmm. there comes into you're wrong because you kind of stuff. And then a common ethic of Jesus that makes yeah. the difference. Yeah. What, what would you say if you're, you know, say you're talking to uh, people about that very thing, how do, how do we counteract that? What's the, what's the remedy to that? negative yeah. trend? Well, a big thing together, uh, I mean, it, we had a movement in Portland. Uh, it was a prayer movement. We just called Northwest Prayer Ministry. Mm -hmm. And the idea was there to get all the pastors of a region together mm -hmm. uh, and just pray. Yeah. And nothing else. Mm -hmm. Two days prayer summit, we called it. Mm -hmm. And when you take all the areas, uh, out in my area of East Boulder County, Gresham and such, all those pastors got together and they just prayed. That's all they did. Yeah. And amazing what a transformation that had. Yeah. We've been doing seven, uh, which is a similar thing. You just get pastors together. And when pastors get together, mm -hmm. and not just pastors, but leaders, yeah. and they just pray, pray. Yeah. it's amazing what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No theological discussions, yeah. no how big is your church, that yeah. kind of stuff. Just pray. Yeah. 
and man, the heritage of is amazing. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, just that. that's good because I'm I'm looking myself at that in our uh, region here and just wondering, okay, and we've got some really good things happening, you know. But at the same time, it's like how does how can this even solidify mm -hmm. more, you know? So that that's a great that's a great word on prayer. Now shift gears a little bit. Okay. Um, you, obviously, as a professor, you you teach students. That's what you do. I mess uh, with their minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I'm familiar with something you've done. Um, it's called a cohort, uh -huh. where you've taken a handful of young guys, maybe mm -hmm. a dozen guys or yep. something, and you've done a, a couple of years of sort of discipleship, theological training with them. Tell yep. us a little bit about the cohort. I, what I do is I, I get a dozen people together so and, okay. and that's I try to have right at that number yeah. gets bigger than that and you break down some of the relationships gets but it runs 10 to 12 yeah uh, and we do two-year mm -hmm. commitment to come in and it's seminary level work I mean yeah. there's it's not the light yeah uh, but we do it concentratedly what model I'm using is one Friday a month for two years mm -hmm. so 24 get-togethers and then a lot of stuff in between too yeah. and to get into it you can't be a beginner you've got to really do some stuff yeah. so uh, you know uh, we've had quite a uh, group involved there John Mark Colmer uh, one of your friends Evan, Evan Wickham. Wickham is in it and He's, he'll finish up his thing with me here, well, just in about two weeks, he'll do yeah. a spiritual warfare class. And it's these guys who, they've got a lot under their belt, yeah. at least five years full-time ministry and currently in full-time ministry, yeah. usually paid in a church, but not always. Right. And then we get together with that group, and what happens between these guys is just phenomenal. Yeah. And I get to sit at the head of the table or whoever is up there yeah. and just we it's like refereeing a hockey game. You try to keep up with the puck. <laughs> and yeah. it's just the transformation that happens. Yeah. That's great. So one of the fun things is Evan who's got a quite a Calvary heritage yeah. and then Dan Braga from Washington who uh -huh. came out of the Mars Hill group, mm -hmm. Ox 29, they're not getting together and playing a church. And <laughs> yeah. I mean how unlikely for these two <laughs> right. to get together. Yeah. And they're great. And those are the kinds of things that happen. Yeah. So two years, hard study, but life transforming. It's just amazing. Yeah. Do you, um, I mean, you, you obviously recognize that, you know, diff people are trained different ways. Yes. Right? Yeah. So um, who's, who's like a candidate in your mind, like when you're, are, are you hand-picking people yep. or people come by recommendation? How, Usually by recommendation. Work? Yeah. Yeah, we're actually, we don't advertise it. I okay. mean, we don't hide it. Yeah. But in the, you know, Western Seminary, we're a strong school yeah. and we do all our normal kind of stuff to let people know we exist. Yeah. Which is amazing how many people live five blocks from the seminary and think we're a cult up <laughs> on the hill. <laughs> and, uh, well, Kellen was one of those. He grew <laughs> yeah. up near us and thought we were a cult. So we have those kinds of things. Uh, but this is just his word of mouth, and it's yeah. by recommendation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and if, if somebody fits mm -hmm. that thing, yeah. you know, get a hold of me. Yeah. I'm the gatekeeper right now. Yeah. But we're actually starting another one that'll be a three-year program. It's mm -hmm. not quite as high a level, but the same basic model. Okay. So it's a commitment for three years for yeah. this one. But instead of having one prof go through, it'll be a series of our profs. Yeah. So we're, we recognize there's a lot of people that are well down the pike in ministry. Yeah. We're, our base classes are aimed for the, you know, engineering grad from Oregon State University who loves Jesus but doesn't, you yeah. know, doesn't have a lot of experience, and yeah. we, a lot of those too. Yeah. Yeah. These are the guys who've been down the way. We realize, 
man, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Here we go. That's what we're about. Yeah. 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 So my son, my, one of my sons is, uh, he's a candidate for your next cohort. Char will, yeah. He, 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 you know, he told me a while back, he, he said, hey, dad, I got this opportunity uh -huh. and what do you think? And, you know, right when I heard about it and, you know, Gary, I was, uh, I had read uh, the book that you and Mark Driscoll co-authored, mm -hmm. the book on doctrine. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that book and I had heard of you from, a, you know, some different sources and and when i heard about the possibility i just said to him i said you need to do this it's, it's going to be good for you and he you know he's been in ministry you know kind of many years his whole yeah. life growing up in ministry and he's he's a great pastor and a good bible teacher as it is but i think that this is just going to really be a blessing for him yeah and it's uh we've got people from all kinds of different theological traditions in there and just at that there's a wide reaching experience that happens yeah uh, and I, you know, I just love it. I yeah. just love it. Yeah. So char, yeah, he'll, <laughs> yeah, under my thumb. All right. <laughs> so one last thing. Um, yeah. Books. You working on anything? Uh, you write anything new right now? Or if God wills, I'll never write another book. <laughs> Is that right? I, I, I've done it. Uh, John Mark Comer, his God has a name, for yeah. example. It yeah. started out in the cohort group. Okay. I took him through and showed him Exodus 34, 6, and 7. Yeah. He was intrigued, made a whole sermon series that turned into a book. That's why I want to do books. I want to inspire guys like that. <laughs> to, to do that. Jeff uh, Vanderstelt, uh, yeah. I've had a lot of impact, and a lot of these guys like that. Yeah. Uh, but if I were, if God appears to me as a burning donkey in a bush and says, write a book. <laughs> You'll do it. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> But it would be Calminian theology because <laughs> it actually doesn't exist. Yeah. And there are a lot of guys that believe God works in different ways with different people. Yeah. So sometimes God does a Calvinist way and some guys do the Arminian way and yeah. sometimes something in between. Yeah. And Seems I've like he's done that, that historically, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> so that's what I do. But we'll see. Yeah. I'm hoping not to. I get along better with my wife if I'm not writing a yeah. book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've got like five book projects on my desk that I just can't seem to... I, I just am attracted to reading books and not not writing at this time. So I just say, oh, I'll, I'll read this and forget writing that. So, yeah. 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 Gary, thank you so much yeah. for being on the broadcast. Thank you for being here at this I conference. I'm excited and, uh, for what's happening. Yeah. I am just stoked to be a part of this process. Right. And to be here as a guest, I mean, what better thing to do? It's just amazing. Awesome. All right. Great. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on this uh, episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word. We're out on all kinds of social media. Just uh, and also, there's a podcast. So, but anyway, till next time, uh, God bless and keep you. <laughs>